single penny from any country whatsoever. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. This is the Elijah Har Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Welcome back to KWTO. Friday edition, one more hour until the weekend, until a long holiday week begins. School board's been in the news a lot lately, and school board elections are coming up in the spring. Joining us now, one of the candidates. For Springfield School Board, Landon McCarter. Landon, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Elijah. Landon, as we do every day, we start with a question of the day. Question of the day today. What's the most money you've ever spent on concert tickets? That is a very sensitive topic because my wife <laughs> my, my wife wanted to bring the kids to Ed Sheeran. And we went to uh, Kansas City, uh, went to the stadium, Arrowhead. I think it was a whole about all in all about three thousand dollar event to bring Woo! my my family in. It was Dang. it was but it was worth it. Ed Sheeran was awesome. That event was epic. They sold out the stadium. It was it was incredible. It was a great show. We've been discussing this rock the country that's coming to Poplar Bluff June of next year. And tickets are high, and especially when it's out in a field. It's gonna be like the Garth Brooks concert. Out in a field, a hundred thousand people. And it's like, man, this is this is not there's no like front row passes. Yeah. This is just like show up and stand in the like Woodstock, dance in the mud. Yes. And I'm like, I, I, so when I first heard about this, and I know we're off on a tangent, when I first heard about Rock the Country, I was like, oh, we're going to go. Let's book hotels now. Hotels right now in Papa Bluff either are sold out or are going for like a thousand a night yep. for June of next year. Now, admittedly, the group's coming is great. Okay. School board. Let's talk about it. First off, what, what prompted you to decide that you want to go collect petitions and run for an unpaid position where everybody always thinks you're wrong? Sure. Well, those that don't know, this is the second time I've running. I'm running, right? So last year I ran for school board. I was very successful in my campaign. Um, I ended up losing um, by one half of one percent, which ult- ultimately was 254 votes, right? So that stung a little bit. Um, it was a passion of mine. I still have a passion of mine uh, uh, to run for school board. My dad was a teacher for 30 years. My mom was a teacher for 14 years. I went to Kickapoo High School. My sister went to Kickapoo High School. My brother went to Kickapoo High School. I have three children in the district currently that go to Cherokee and Disney. We have no plans of taking them out of the public school system. So that's one sort of view and window. The second view of why I chose to actually run for the school board is I love Springfield, Missouri. I've been an exceptional entrepreneur in this area. I have built and sold companies uh, here over the last 14 years. I have employed hundreds of individuals in Springfield. And I recently just went through an exit of my last company that was amazing for my family and I. So I now have a lot more time this year to serve the community, and I am choose to do that um, via school board. So that's kind of why I'm, I'm getting in. I think I can make a difference. I think there's a lot of things we're going to talk about today of why I think I can make a difference. Um, but ultimately, that's the reason that I'm running is, is I just feel a passion for the to serve the community. You know, you mentioned your dad was a teacher. You also, though, you do a bunch of substitute teaching yeah. as well. So yeah. you've... You've probably got your fingers and, and feet in as many school situations as most anybody on the board. Well, I care. I care. And one of the things that I wanted to do is, is in with the exit of my company about six months ago, I had just had more time. So I, I substitute taught in Springfield schools. Um, I learned some things. I really can't talk about the details of any of that. Um, just, just know that it was eye opening and interesting and I was incredibly honored to um, be in the classroom and see firsthand experience, try and teach the units, try and manage, um, you know, the actual classroom. And overall, I love my experience. I love, I love the kids. 
uh, it was a lot of fun. So, you know, that, that really get, kind of gave me some insight that I didn't have before as being in the classroom. The biggest thing is, is holy moly, teachers have a hard job. I never, I thought I was the guy that could handle this. I have kids. Um, one of the, the, the classes that I taught was a second grade classroom. Elijah, I was not equipped for the second grade classroom. Let me tell you, I might be an entrepreneur. Um, I did a good job. I had a lot of fun, but good grief. That's a hard job, man. I say that a lot. I, I've got four kids and I'm like, I, I, I couldn't do this all the time. And I certainly couldn't do it with 20. I don't know. I don't, kudos to the teachers. That Seriously. Amen to that. Kudos to the teachers. That job is, it takes emotional intelligence. Like you wouldn't believe it takes leadership. It takes a heart. Um, and these, the, one of the things that I learned that I saw other teachers do in classrooms that had the door open next to mine is they were excellent at just resetting the room and getting back to the um, sort of point, the curriculum. And I lacked that skill. I didn't realize how important that was. Uh, let's talk about teachers. That's one of the big focuses of the campaign is how you want to focus on supporting teachers from the perspective, not just teachers, but site support staff too, from the perspective of the school board. How do we need to do that? Yeah, so first off, one of the things that you need to understand about this upcoming year and future years is that there's going to be some serious budgetary challenges that are coming to SPS district. Um, there's three main things that are affecting our district that affect ultimately teachers. So I don't want to spend too much time on the budget side, but it, you have to answer this before you get into the teacher stuff. Uh, the district is losing their ESSER funds, which is millions and millions of dollars. We are already going through layoffs to lay off support staff of these individual sites. Hold on. Let's, let's back up a second. You said we're losing our ESSER funds, E-S-S-E-R. What are ESSER funds? ESSER funds are the funding that we got from the federal government as it relates to COVID. Okay. So we had a hundred million dollars of, uh, of funding basically due to COVID that the, the district was spending on uh, support staff in the schools mostly. So these are paras, these are support staff. Um, the teachers are going to be losing a lot of these support staff. In fact, I think it's heard that sometimes it's up to one or two positions at each site, which is a super important deal. So, you know, we've got to make sure that we get as many resources as absolutely possible to into the classroom. Um, we have got to make sure that these teachers are supported um, from a financial standpoint because we're, we're going to be going through some budgetary issues. Um, you know, whenever you look at the teacher challenges, I think each site is different. I think Barry and Boyd on the north side is different than Cherokee um, and Disney on, on the south side. And so what we've got to do is listen to each site, each location, understand what do these teachers need to be successful in their classroom and just make sure that they're able to, you know, have the resources that they need to limit the distractions in the classroom, to get back to the reading and the writing and the arithmetic, the ABCs and the one, two, threes, to make sure that they're able to just, you know, teach the curriculum as opposed to, you know, behavior manage and, you know, be a social worker and a babysitter and sometimes even a police officer, if you know what I mean. And that's one of the things we've heard a lot, especially from teachers over the past few years, is what a distraction the disciplinary issues have been yeah. and how it's making it hard to move the classrooms forward, you know, we, we talk a lot about declining test scores, and that's what the teachers always say is, you know, listen, we, we're constantly distracted from education yes. by the disciplinary issues. Yes. No, I have firsthand experience of that in the substitute, you know, teaching. It's, it, it was, you know, I had four and a half hours in a particular block of time to, to teach two units to some second graders. Um, it took me all of four and a half hours to teach those two units because I would say unapologetically 80% of my time was spent on managing the behavior of the students instead of teaching the actual curriculum in and of itself. Granted, I'm a substitute teacher. I'm not a teacher uh, in terms of like, I don't have necessarily, I didn't go to school for this. So there is some, some of that disclaimer. However, um, those disciplinary issues, the technology in the classrooms, the cell phones, all of this stuff, um, it's just creating, you know, too much of a, of a babysitting slash, 
you know, social worker slash police officer for these teachers, and they just can't get back to what they went to school to do and were called to do is to teach these young students, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, education, et cetera. Uh, you, you mentioned this earlier, but unlike a lot of, uh, a lot of other candidates and unlike some members of the school board, you've got kids in the public schools yes, right sir. now. Yes, so you've got a, and I, I say this all the time. I've got four kids. They all go to public school. Wanda Gray, Wilson's Creek, Cherokee, uh, they, Phelps, like they're all very involved. And so sometimes people want to be like, Oh, you don't care about education. I'm like, I care more about education than anybody else. My kids spend five days a week in our city public schools. Sure. And I think, by and large, the teachers I've got, the principals I've got, are doing a good job. They are. We 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 really do care about this issue. And and I'm, you know, I my kids, I'm proud of my kids' education in, in public schools. I, they've been to Cherokee and Disney. Um, I have no complaints. I'm communicated. Um, as a parent, um, I feel like my kids are getting a good education. I feel that you know, there's overall, my children have been successful at Cherokee and Disney. Um, that doesn't mean that at a leadership level, there isn't ways that we can help the district. Um, you know, I, I'm excited to be able to serve and, and, and sort of go down that road. So to your point, I do care deeply. Um, and, you know, th- we, we can always learn from each other. We can always get better. We can always raise the test scores. We can always, you know, create a more positive, conducive environment for these kids. You talked a little bit about losing that, that the ESSER funds, the, the one-time COVID money. Uh, Proposition S passed. So yep. now we've, we've, we've got that out of the way. Uh, give us an idea budgeting wise. What's the board going to do or what should the board be doing going forward to make sure we figure out a way to improve these declining test scores? Sure. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, uh, you know, one of the, um, board responsibilities is fiduciary oversight. So whenever Proposition S was passed, that was $220 million, um, of funds that are going to be going into the school infrastructure of Springfield. Now, um, it is the job, the board's job to have a, a stewardship of those funds. Um, you know, I don't want to be negative at all, um, but I do want to point out the fact that, you know, my entrepreneurial ability is going to help in this particular, um, you know, arena. I have extensive research on, and, and experience and understanding, you know, how to read a P&L, how to read a balance sheet, how to run a business, how to create, you know, whenever you look at the funds in the Springfield Public School District, a lot of times that's translated into just labor and people. And so I'm very, very, very astute at being able to execute and stewardship steward this budget um you know we're not off to the greatest start with pipkin i don't know if you heard about sort of the site change and some other things um that really created sort of some like lack of uh fiduciary you know accountability where we've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on switching the site for pipkin because they started designing something for a site that we no longer can use and so we've already sort of spent a couple hundred thousand dollars that really is going to be wasted in the grand scheme of thing, which I think is important that that $100,000 is not wasted and that ends up in the actual classroom of itself, if that makes sense. Tell, for the listeners who don't know, walk us through this election cycle. Um, filing, you've already picked up a petition or you need to collect petitions to get on the ballot. What's the process like between now and election day in April? Yeah, so at the end of the day, it kind of is broken up into phases. Um, you've got the first phase that we go through is really just meeting the communities, collecting signatures. This is always a really valuable time for me because I'm able to talk to parents, talk to teachers, talk to community members, what's important to them. So you know, as I'm going out and gathering signatures, we have to get 500 of them. Um, that's that's a lot of conversations that I'm having. having and these conversations typically sort of get me to understand what it is to be able to do the job of the board, which is be a community liaison. That's a stated responsibility of the board of directors is to be a community liaison. So how are you supposed to be a community liaison if you're not talking to the community? So I enjoy this part. 
Um, once you get through the signature phase, they're going to determine the ballot placement, and that's when you're finalized on who is going to be on the actual ballot. Then you flip into fundraising mode, and you got to meet people and and raise raise capital to to be able to market yourself and get your name out there and get things moving. So once I go through the um, you know the signature phase, and it kind of becomes into you know just making connections and going down the fundraising road. And then after that fundraising road, then it, then it goes into sort of spending that capital, getting out there, doing everything you can to meet as many people as you possibly can, do everything you can to get your name out there. And then, you know, once the actual, you know, election comes, then it just becomes door knocking and just walking in the community and having more and more conversations about what matters to you as a parent, what matters to you as a teacher that left the district. And that's when I get a lot of doors slammed on my face. Um, <laughs> however, I enjoy that as well because once again, I love Springfield. I love this community. I like getting out and, and just meeting people. And a lot of times there's a lot of conversation. Sometimes I'll go into a door knocking um, effort and I kind of look at my watch and I've been doing this for two hours. I'm knocking on five doors because I've been in 10 conversations that lasted 20 minutes from a previous teacher that is frustrated or a previous parent that pulled their district or their son out of the district or whatever. So um, that's really kind of when it gets to like you would maybe say grassroots mode, you know. You know, and we've, we, I always say we dive into the content before we get into sort of painting the whole picture. Tell us a little bit about your background in the Springfield community. I won't yeah. say you're a mini celebrity, but at one time you're a mini celebrity. Walk yeah. us through that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mini is probably the wrong word for you. Well, it was, yeah. Yeah. Being, <laughs> being six foot nine, you know, I'm not mini at anything that I do. Um, but yeah, no, we, I went to Kickapoo High School. You know, a lot of people know me for really several reasons. Um, one, I was on the 2003 basketball team that won a state championship. We were 30 and one. That was with me and Kelly and Anthony and Spencer and Shane and Devin and Dre and, um, others. Hopefully I didn't forget any of my friends. Um, and, uh, we won that state championship. That was awesome. And then my dad was a teacher, right? For 30 years. So he taught thousands of people. Uh, whenever I was electioneering, um, the day of the actual election, I had, I bet you no less than 50 people come up and shake my hand and said, I had your dad as a math teacher. He was uh, my favorite teacher of all time. When I substitute taught, I had multiple teachers say, you're Mr. McCarter's son. He was my favorite teacher ever. Um, and so people know me from that. Also, as a side note, my mom taught swimming lessons and taught for 30 years. So she taught like everybody on South Springfield's kids how to swim. So everyone knows Connie McCarter as well. Uh, it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so you know that that's helped. Obviously, running last year has helped me with the name recognition, et cetera, as well. And I plan on... I'm sort of taking this momentum. You know, I only lost by one half of 1%, which is 254 votes. Um, so it just takes just a little bit, a few more people, a few more, a little bit more effort, and, and we'll push it across the finish line this year. For those who want to know more about your campaign, more about the work that you're doing and how, it, whether they want to be involved or just read your policy positions, how do they follow you on social media or how do they uh, find you on the internet? Yeah, the best thing to do, honestly, is just to join my Facebook group, Landon McCarter for SPS School Board. Um, that's where I really have a lot of engagement, a lot of conversations. I kind of have replaced um, the email strategy with more of a dynamic conversation inside the Facebook group. You can also uh, go to my website, Landon McCarter for the number SPS.com. That's currently under construction. I'm changing. Um, we're really early right now. The petitions hasn't even signed uh, signed yet. So I am going to be updating that website with much more updated um, language. But I, since I ran last year, that site's still live. That has a donation link in the top right if you're interested in getting involved uh, monetarily. Um, also, just reach out to me directly on Facebook if you want to DM me. Landon McCarter, I'm easy to find. I pay attention to my Facebook DMs, um, really honestly, more than anything um, that when it comes to the election. Nice. Uh, and, and finally, just a little bit of clearing this information. There are three positions open 
that you can vote for three candidates. So I always say you get to you get to sort of read through everybody and then pick. It's not like this is not the the, the zero sum game where you pick one person that's yep. who you vote for. Not all or nothing. A little yeah. bit different. Yeah, three open spots. There's eight people running this year. It did kind of you kind of got to wait to determine who is actually running until the signatures get get put in. Um, but right now there's eight declared signature getters, um, and so I'm one of those eight. Um, I really feel excited that I'm going to get the opportunity to serve on the board. The, the similar thing happened to Kelly last year, where or the year that he ran, he he lost his first run by a slim margin, and then won by a landslide. Um, the the second time he ran, I'm feeling that's going to be similar this year. I'm excited. I'm confident. I'm really having a lot of fun with this. And one one of the things that we didn't get to touch on as much as I'd like to is um, I sold my company. Um, when I was sitting in this seat last year, Elijah, I was stressed out. I was running a company of, you know, multi-million dollar company with 50 employees in Springfield. And I was, um, I just didn't quite have the bandwidth that I do this year. So if anybody does want to reach out, I'm happy to have little community meetings at your house or um, whatever it is that you would like to, to talk about. I'm available and open. Just uh, Facebook me, um, direct message on Facebook. You can email me as well. My All my information is on my website, uh, LandonMcCarter4SPS.com. Very good. Landon McCarter is running for school board election in April. I'm sure he'll be back from time to time. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. All right. We got more to come on the show. Don't forget Snake Draft at 537. We'll probably touch a little bit more on the photo ID lawsuit that we talked about in the first hour. We'll be right back.